Welcome to the Confidence Council Podcast. This show is designed for high-achieving women who, despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea, but the vision feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. My name is Monica Burkoff. I'm a trial lawyer, a mom, and a wife, and I'm here because I know from my own experience that feeling stuck or unfulfilled does not have to be your reality. With a positive mindset and the right counsel, you too can create the life of your dreams. My hope and intention for this podcast is that you walk away feeling confident, motivated, and inspired to embrace your authentic self and to take bold action toward your dream life. Are you ready to get started? All rise. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Confidence Council podcast. This is your host, Monica. I'm so, so happy that you decided to join me here today. I'm really excited about today's episode. I feel like it was a long time coming and it is all about confidence. And so just a little background, you know, this podcast is called Confidence Council. And the name was selected because the English major in me loves the alliteration of the double C's, but it's also because when I thought about what what can I talk about? Like, who am I to start a podcast? Like, what do I have to offer? What is my superpower? And something when I reflected on it and like really journaled and thought about what is something that have that has always been kind of I'm always getting complimented on, or I feel like I kind of can always rise to the occasion. And it's in motivating my friends and being a leader and exuding confidence. And half of the time, if I'm being honest, it was, you know, a fake it till you make it kind of confidence. But within the last few years, it's this holy, um, this completely self-love, self-confident, just a whole acceptance of self. And it's something that I really want everybody to be able to achieve because it's in you, right? Like when we're born, we're all born worthy and perfect. And it's only just, you know, the life's different, the narratives that are put into our heads as children or the different experiences that we have in adolescence growing up that kind of nick away at that innate confidence because we all have it. And so I think part of my mission and my journey with this podcast is to remind people that they have it in them too, and that they can do anything that they want. I mean, if there's a desire on your heart, if there is something that you want, it's there for a reason. You are wholly full right now. You are fully capable and perfect and complete as you are. You just have to remember. And so today I want to talk about all about that and helping you maybe unpack the layers to get to that innate confidence because it's in you. And I'm excited about this episode for that reason. So when I think about confidence, I like to think of it the way that I've kind of come up with a structure to kind of outline this episode is the three C's to confidence. Again, love the alliteration and the consonants. I'm such a nerd. So, okay. So the first C is clarity. The second C is courage. And the third C is competence. 
So when you think of confident people, the number one quality that confident people have is just a knowing and acceptance of self. They are so fully themselves. They're not pretending to be anything they're not. They are just in their element. Like, oh, she is so unique. She is so authentically herself. That is such a superpower. And so it's a knowing and acceptance of yourself. And it's just a reminder that your journey is so personal. You don't have to be, and you shouldn't be, like anybody else. You are you. You've been given your interests, your gifts, your skills, um, your different quirks for a reason. Nobody is exactly like you. And so once we start recognizing that that individuality is actually a superpower, what do I have that they don't have? It makes you much more confident about where you stand in the world. So how do you figure out who you are? And it seems like kind of a dumb question, but sometimes we might find ourselves, I know I did a few years ago, not fully sure of who I was. I identified as a lawyer, um, as a friend, as a wife, but I didn't know outside of that who I was. And the best way to figure that out is to really get clear on what your core beliefs and values are. Like this is deeply personal. What is it that is your non-negotiable? What is something that is so important to you that makes you you? And so some examples of some core values for me, and I'll give you some examples of my own, is like number one is authenticity. Like I think one of my core values is I'm always going to be myself. I'm going to be genuine in my personal and professional interactions. I think that's a superpower of mine. I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. And it's really carried me very far in my career and personal life, just being me, being open, being direct, and being myself. Another core value or non-negotiable that I have is just personal growth and learning. Like I am very interested in constantly learning more and personal development and growth mindset and just growing and evolving as a human being. So that's super important to me as a core value. Something else that's important to me is work-life balance. You know, I want to be able to have a career and a personal life. Like I want, I really value time with my family and friends, but I also really value self-care and alone time. And so that balance is a core value of mine. So you really have to think about what it is that is important to you. What makes you, you? And Once you kind of have a list of those things, you have to think about if I were to put myself out there in a way that, you know, scares me, if I bomb, I'm still that person. Like I still have those core values. Just because I went up on stage and sucked giving a speech doesn't mean that I, you know, personal growth is less important to me, or it doesn't take away the fact that I think authenticity is super important. Like it doesn't take away any of your core values. So once you're firm about like who you are and what you care about and what matters to you, then that, you know, putting yourself out there in a way, it won't risk any of that. And so it's less scary once you're really sure of what matters and what's important. Another way to figure out, you know, who am I? to get that clarity for that first C is something that I talk about often and that's journaling. And so when you journal and you just even free write or use prompts, whatever you do, and you kind of hold on to them to look back and reread old entries, 
different themes emerge and you start to see what is what is my mind dwelling on? What's important to me? What is the theme here that's constantly coming up in my entries? When I'm doing stream of consciousness, just dumps, what's something that keeps coming up? I want to spend more time with my kids and husband. Or, you know, I really need to eat healthier because I feel like shit when I don't, you know, things like that. Like, okay, so health and family are super important because they keep coming up and I'm not doing something about it. So journaling is a way to see themes. And so the first step, just to recap with clarity is to being so sure about who you are in this world, what your place is, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and realizing that that is your superpower. My number one favorite quote, or I guess affirmation that I've ever heard that I'm obsessed with, that I like love, it's the screensaver for my computer is, no one is me and that is my power. And when you realize that and really step into that and embrace that, it's such a beautiful place to be. The second C is courage. Once you know who you are, you know what's important to you, you know what your values are, now it's time to feel uncomfortable. Courage to me is just a willingness to feel uncomfortable. And so I think something that many people struggle with is this sense of like having social bravery. So stepping out and being judged by others or doing something online or, or you know, where you're criticized by your coworkers or your friends or what are your family members or whatever it may be. Confident people are willing to risk that. They're willing to risk looking stupid to make their dreams come true or to follow through on their core values or purpose or mission. And so if you just realize that everyone is on their own individual journey doing their thing and everyone is so concerned with themselves. No one is really that concerned about what you're doing. And so it's okay to feel vulnerable and vulnerability can be really difficult for a lot of people. And the best advice I think I can give you is just from personal experience and that's to start small. So if you have big aspirations to, let's say, write a book a way that you and you're and you're looking at it like oh my god this book is like i really want to write it but who what are people going to think about the way i write i'm not that great of a writer i've never published anything i've never gotten any feedback on any of my writing what about starting really small you know writing a caption an instagram caption that is has a little bit more story in it than your usual you know thankful for my family you know on the thanksgiving post or whatever it is add a little bit of a story And when you practice that vulnerability in like these small steps, it can kind of snowball and you can kind of get a little bit braver and a little bit more courage each time you do it. So personal example for me is when I started this podcast, you know, I have my own Instagram that has, you know, my personal, like my friends, like from high school and college and people that I work with and it has pictures of my family and going out and like, just like my normal life as Monica Burkhoff. And then when I started this podcast, it felt so scary and vulnerable for me to introduce that because it was, it seemed so different than the person that I was on Monica Burkhoff's Instagram. And so the small vulnerable step that I took 
was I started a separate account and I started posting over there and I invited people. If you want to, you can come join me over here. And it was a, a, a way that I was allowed to start building that confidence in terms of posting things that I wanted to talk about of self-development, motivation, confidence without feeling judged by people that knew me or know me in other ways. Another way to have more courage or social bravery in order to be that confident person that you are is to reframe this concept of what are they thinking of me? Like, what's everyone going to think? What's everyone thinking? And reframe it to how can I connect with these people? How can I serve them? What do I have to offer? What can I bring to them that could provide them some value? And so for me, instead of being like, what's John in the accounting department going to think about my spiritual personal development podcast? I thought, what can I say to Becky? Or, you know, I'm just making somebody up here that might give her a little bit of the push or the inspiration because I know she's been talking about doing X. And I think that if she just heard this little bit of advice or this personal story or this experience that I've had, that might push her into getting that bravery herself. So instead of thinking in this kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say narcissistic, but like self-driven, what are they thinking of me? Like, what does this mean about me? Think about how can I serve? How can I connect with people? What experience have I lived that I can share that will help someone else? So I have a beautiful example. One of my best friends who you've met on the podcast, Katie, she had a pretty traumatic experience with the birth of her first daughter. And since then, she has been, you know, like obsessed with and learning and just getting fully immersed in everything about like birth education and the way that women and the way that society kind of talks about giving birth and makes it this scary thing. And she, her mission is to basically empower women that, the, you know, it's so natural and like we could give birth and we don't need all the drugs and we don't need all the interventions that like we were born to do this. And, and that traumatic experience she's using as fuel to serve and connect with others. And yeah, it's scary to talk about that stuff and put yourself out there, but she's found something that means something to her. And so it's not as scary. You have more courage and social bravery if there's a purpose behind it. So it's not about you. It's how can I use something that's happened to me or an experience that I've had or a story that I have and share it to better someone else's life. Think about advancing the lives of others. And at the end of the day, if you feel like I want to be a confident person, but I have just, I'm so afraid, right? And so courage is the letter that we're on. If fear is getting in the way of the courage, then get a support team around you. Find women, find people that can serve as mentors, who can provide constructive feedback, who can encourage you, who can build you up, who could tell you, you can do this. Like you are amazing at this, like you and give you like proof from experiences that they've had with you. Remember when I was so down after that, you know, breakup with X, you know, YZ, you were the one that got me out and dancing again and at the bars and having so much fun. Like you were the one that did this or you were the one that did that. And so you want those people around you that 
see those core values, that see the good in you, that see the potential in you and are your biggest cheerleaders. Because if you don't have the courage, at least you could have someone holding you up and will push you toward it because sometimes you need that little push. So the final C of this 3C confidence structure is competence. And confident people know who they are, clarity. They are willing to feel uncomfortable, courage, and they're competent. They're continually learning and developing a skill to get better and better. So you have to recognize that when you start anything, it's going to suck. I mean, it's pretty blunt, but like your first workout sucks. Your first, my first podcast sucked. My first cover art sucked. You know, my first law school exam sucked. Think of anything. I mean, it's normal when you're a complete novice, when you've never done something before, how can you expect to be amazing unless you're like Kobe Bryant or something? And even then, I I think I heard something that said he went to basketball camp like three years before he joined the NBA and like didn't score one point at basketball camp. So it's like, it's okay to suck. The, The confident people are the ones that suck that recognize, okay, with time, I will get better and I'm going to keep trying. So the second podcast episode got a little better. The interviewing was super rough at the beginning. Then it got better. Then the intro got a little smoother. Then it just kind of flows naturally. And so it's just a matter of finding what is important to you, finding a way that you can connect and serve others, and then practicing that skill until it's better and better and better because then you get more and more comfortable and then you get more and more confident. Over the weekend, one of my best friends, we were at like a Christmas get together and she said something like, we're in a group chat on Instagram and we're talking all day long and we've started just kind of voice memoing back and forth because it just, the typing is just getting a little too tedious with kids, you know, whatever. And so she admitted to us that she waits until the end of the day, reads them all, And then types out like a thoughtful response because she doesn't trust or she doesn't think that she's like smooth enough to just rattle off a response. And I'm looking at her like dumbfounded, like we're sitting here at dinner having a conversation and every comment that you've made has been fully articulate, well thought out. Like, why, why don't you feel like you can do that in the group chat? You know, why is it different in in face to face? It's not right. It's just her own her own mental kind of block. And so I'm like, why don't you see if you feel like that's something that you need to work on, start with this group where your best friends, you feel super comfortable around us. So practice those voice notes in there. Practice, okay, collect your thoughts for a few seconds and then send a voice note. And that's the best way to kind of grow that confidence is just start trying and then keep doing it and it'll get better and better. Another thing is, for those perfectionists out there, which I am one, I think you have to recognize that with this final step of competence, like it won't be perfect right away. And you have to go into that acknowledging and accepting that. Okay. I'm about to start something new. I'm about to start sewing. I've never threaded a needle. Is that even the right phrase in my life? It's going to suck. Not, oh, I wasn't perfect the first time I did it. I must, this must not be my thing. No, that's not, that's not how it works. Anything can be your thing. If you lower your expectations a little bit and, and be realistic about that perfectionism and, and that you're just, your ego is kind of holding you back from trying something new 
because it's not perfect right away. And finally, I think a great way to build competence is to celebrate and reflect on wins. So oftentimes, I talked about this in last week's recording or two weeks ago, I can't remember now. Oftentimes, we're looking up at the next mountain. Okay, so I've achieved this thing. What's next? What can I cross off the list next? As opposed to stopping, looking down, holy shit, look how far I've come and celebrating it. So even if there are little incremental progress markers happening, I think that if you stop and recognize, oh, wow, look how far I've come in just a few weeks or wow, in a year, look how far I've come. And you know, when it's like you're on a diet and you have a salad and you're like, (laughs) you check your waistline in the in the mirror in the evening and you're like, why am I not 10 pounds skinnier? I had a salad today. At least that's how I think sometimes. It's like, no, it takes a little longer than that, right? It takes a a little longer to see results and just managing those expectations. I think if you go in and you're one of those people that's like, I know it's not going to be perfect, but I'm going to do it anyway because I feel called to do it. I want to serve. I know who I am. I know it's important to me and I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm not going to be afraid. That is a confident person. And you have that in you. You just need to kind of stop and reflect on how you are lining up with all of these three C's in your life. So I hope you found today's episode valuable. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Confidence Council podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure you click the follow button so that you're notified every time a new episode drops. If you want more content between episodes, check out the show's Instagram account and website, which will be linked in the show notes for you below. If you're walking away from today's episode feeling more confident or empowered in some way, please share it with a friend or share it on social media so that others can benefit from it too. Thank you again, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now.